Are you one of the three quarters of people struggling with a fear or anxiety around public speaking? Do you wish you could communicate more effectively, develop more meaningful relationships, grow your business and access greater opportunities? Welcome to Simon Speaks, a public speaking podcast with me, your host, Simon Day. In this series, I'll draw on my own experience from terrified teenager to UK award-winning speaker and communications coach, as well as speaking to a number of special guests, all with one object in mind, to help you communicate more effectively. Ready to grow? Let's get started. Hello everybody, and the warmest of welcomes to Simon Speaks, a public speaking podcast with me, your host, Simon Day. I am thrilled and delighted and amazed to welcome you to episode 50 of the podcast. It's such a milestone and I'm so delighted and pleased that we've reached it. I started the podcast in October 2019, firstly as a little bit of an exercise just to share some tips and some ideas around speaking in public and communication, why we feel anxiety and how we can make progress in this particular field. I never thought that it would emerge into what it has become, which is a series of interviews with incredible speakers, communicators, authors, entrepreneurs, people who've struggled through adversity, people who've triumphed, who've had some great personal and professional achievements, and they've all been willing to come on the podcast and share their stories, their messages, their wisdom and their inspiration. It's such a treasure trove and a collection of good advice good wisdom, inspiring stories. And if you're just joining the podcast now, I invite you to go right back and listen to all of them because there's something in every single episode. I have been truly blessed by the people that have made the decision to come and join me on the show. I want to briefly talk to you about the previous four episodes just so that you're up to speed because each five episodes I just pause reminders of what's happened and share a couple of insights of my own. So this is now episode 50. I'm going to go from episode 46 and just tell you about the last four. Susan Heaton-Wright is the superstar communicator and that's a trademark she set up in 2015. It is an exceptional business model and she's got some really interesting and exciting things happening both in person and online. Great website a series of five top tips that you can use to improve the quality of your own communication. So many levels on which I resonated and found common ground with Susan. She's so frank, so down to earth, so easy to talk to and so willing to engage. It was a really good conversation and I invite you to check that one out if you're looking to improve the quality of your communication and build that confidence and that competence in speaking. In episode 47, we had Liz Cashin. This is me. She's a TEDx speaker and an author of that book, This Is Me, where she describes her own journey. Liz was subject to some extraordinarily difficult trauma at the age of 13, um, an incident that, that really should never have occurred, and it tragically did, and she's had to, to find a way through that over the years of her life. And she shares her story and, and the journey that she's been on. Such a humble, wonderfully inspiring person and so willing to share in such detail, so selflessly as to how we can overcome our own setbacks and our own adversity. I was really moved by that conversation and I strongly recommend you check out episode 47 to hear the story of somebody who 
isn't necessarily had a, a smooth road or, or had it plain sailing, but has found a way to navigate the course. And I think Liz is such an inspiration uh, and somebody that I really admire. Episode 48 is Megan McNeil, a matter of relevance. She's a, a Scottish native, but now lives in Australia, and she's a, a branding, personal branding strategist and a really good one at that. And she shares so many stories about, uh, about branding and about being relevant, but also about communication, about her initial struggles with it, how she got through it, and what she now does to help individuals and organisations in terms of their branding, their online presence, and she does uh, some phenomenal LinkedIn training uh, as a small group or as one-to-one as well. So it's well worth checking out Megan's tips and techniques and strategies, but also to engage with her directly because she's really easy to talk to and will help you out, uh, absolutely no doubt. So go and check out episode 48 for Megan McNeil. And most recently, episode 49, we have had Michelle Mills-Porter. People behaviour analyst, uh, people reader. She's come up with a suite of tools to help with behaviour analysis and finding your core essence and your core values to help organisations unlock the power of their people or what she calls magnificence, which is a word I absolutely love. Michelle, again, is somebody who you would look at and think, what a successful person, never had struggles to work through, just gifted, had it all from the start but you would not be any more wrong. She's had her struggles, she's had her battles, and again, she's another person who's had to battle some incredibly adverse circumstances at different points in her life. I will not tell you the story, I will let you go and listen to it. Some extraordinary things that Michelle's experienced. And again, like so many great, inspiring and noble people that I've had the chance to speak to, has turned that adversity into a gift that she's now able to bless the lives of other people with and help them to overcome their own challenges, but unlock the power that's within them. In thinking about these last four people, Susan, Liz, Megan, and Michelle, I've come to realise, or rather be reminded of, the fact that appearances can be deceiving. We can look at somebody and assume that they are just that bit more gifted than us, more successful than us, they've had better opportunities than us, they've had it easier than us, And the last four people that I have just spoken about are examples of how that is simply not the case. Susan had real struggles when she was at school, had to overcome serious anxiety. Liz had that horrific trauma at the age of 13. Megan McNeil really struggled as a speaker and suffered with quite severe anxiety around speaking. And Michelle also had some incredibly challenging circumstances that she had to work through and overcome her trauma. So the last four people all have in common that you could look at them and assume that they've just been successful, that they've had it easy, or they had the right opportunities. Not so. All four of them have had to carve out what they've worked for in spite of their circumstances. And I am so moved and so inspired by that. And I want to play on this idea a little bit further. I want to give you some facts Okay, about an individual. And I want to see if you can work out who this individual is just based on the information that I give you. You might be surprised at the answer, but let's see how this goes. This individual at the age of 11, in order to get the schooling that their family couldn't provide for them or that wasn't provided in the place they lived, had to move off a small island, move to the mainland of the country in which they lived and undertake schooling several hundred miles away from their family. So they had to go and live on their own. At the age of 12, 
struggling to feed themselves, they resorted to sweeping the streets of their local village and also had to go and beg for food in a McDonald's. Uh, and there was a luckily a very kind woman and employee there who fed this individual and a couple of friends when they were poor and struggling for food at the age of 12. This individual at the age of, age of 15, it was discovered, had quite a serious heart condition, an erratic, uh, an irregular heartbeat that required corrective surgery that would have possibly have resulted uh, in them not living a full life had they not had that surgery. But luckily it was discovered and thankfully uh, the team that they were involved in at the time were able to facilitate that surgery to happen and to ultimately save this individual's life. At the age of 18, this individual's father... Uh, passed away from uh, alcoholism and it was a severe blow to this young person at the time just at the age of 18 and they were heartbroken and really struggled for quite a while to get past that tragedy that happened within their own family and that's all by the age of 18 have you figured out who this is yet it's cristiano ronaldo arguably and regarded by many as the one of the greatest if not the greatest player ever to step onto a football pitch and kick a football. Uh, five Champions Leagues, uh, lots of Ballon d'Ors and so many other awards, European Championship winning squad member in 2016 and the accolades and the sponsorships and the success just keep on going in a huge list. But if you take those simple facts into consideration about Cristiano Ronaldo's early life, you would be absolutely staggered to realise that these people are one and the same. The young boy who was struggling for food and suffering away from his family with homesickness and a heart condition and the person that we now know as one of the greatest footballers of all time. That's just one more example of how appearances can be deceiving. We can assume that somebody has had it simple, had the right opportunities, not so. And it's just testament, I suppose, to Cristiano Ronaldo about his character, his resilience, his competitiveness, his drive, his motivation, that he's been able to carve out such an incredible life and successful career for himself and now for his family. So sometimes we can get to a point where we think, maybe I'll just wait. Maybe I'll just wait for the right opportunity. Maybe I'll wait till things are easier. Maybe I'll wait till a bit of calm in the storm in order for things to happen and to make that start and to make that progress. What I've learned recently from these wonderful people is that there is no right time to start. You might have to start during the storm. You might have to ride out the storm for a lot longer than you think. It might become more difficult when you expect it to get easier. But if you can push forward and keep digging your heels in and making those steps through the storm, then when you come out the other side of the storm, you'll be so much further along than you would have been otherwise. It's been a great lesson to me recently to have these conversations with wonderful people and to realise just how amazing some individuals are and that I can now look at my own circumstances and think, yes, there are challenges, yes, there are difficulties, yes, there are obstacles, but if those people can do what they have done in and amongst their own circumstances, then I can certainly do more with mine. And there are people that can be helped, there are people that can be uplifted and assisted by even the resources that I have at this particular point. I want to continue developing myself to be of more use to them and I'm sure that those people I help might go on to help other people and that's what humanity is all about. It's about collaboration, working together, inspiring each other and getting the best out of everybody.
What a wonderful 50 episodes this has been. What a great last four episodes this has been. Thank you for sticking with the podcast. Thank you for listening for so long. Again, there are four more episodes coming up that you are going to absolutely love. And then I will reflect again on episode 55. But for the time being, I am sincerely grateful for you following along with the podcast. Stay in touch. Pass me your feedback, your experiences. Let me know what you want to hear on this podcast and I'll keep trying to find great people and great stories. Let me know how you found the podcast. Leave it a review on on iTunes or on social media, on my LinkedIn profile, wherever you're listening. But until the next episode, thank you for being with us. Take care, speak soon, and bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Simon Speaks, a public speaking podcast with me, your host, Simon Day. I hope that what you've learned in today's episode will help you become a more effective communicator as you put it into practice. You can visit my website, simonspeaks.co.uk, for more information, tips, articles, and resources, or to speak to me about working with me as a coach. I'm also available on Twitter and Instagram, at underscore Simon Speaks. I'm on LinkedIn, and I also have a YouTube channel. Just search for Simon Speaks. Thanks again for tuning in today, and I look forward to seeing you again next time.